Before the recap, I'm gonna need to do a little cleanup around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the world famous Cardiff Electric Podcast. I'm Tucker Dixon, and last week was Creeps Giving. Vinny started us off with a serving of dark meat, who preferred the breast meat over the stuffing she received. But don't worry, she always had handfuls of white meat. On the other hand, Carl's, for some reason I wrote hero, hated these early Black Friday shoppers who are always looking for a steal. But don't worry, he gave them a killer deal. I hope these creeps gave you something more to argue about over the Thanksgiving table. Anyways, my trip to South Africa was a rousing success, but I'm feeling under the weather. So Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. What the hell is this supposed to be? Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. The Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And my co-host. This guy was a real jerk. It's hot Carla. Hey, what's happening, Vinny? Buddy, I don't even know today. I'm doing all sorts of dumb shit. Like, I tried to drink tea. Okay. Like, what was I thinking? Why were you drinking tea? I don't know. I was just like, I'm going to try something different. You know what I had yesterday that you might be excited about? This was something new and different for me. Captain Crunch Crunch Berries Popcorn. It's now my favorite food in the world. Are you a child? I am. Crunch Berries Popcorn. Have you tried it? No. No wonder your fucking teeth are rotting out of your head. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? You're eating Crunchberry popcorn? All right, make fun of it now, but I have a feeling it's going to be your new favorite food as soon as I get you a bag. I won't eat it. No? Because of the diverticulitis in my belly. <laughs> no, I don't want that. It sounds gross. All right, well, you're a loss. They had, like, uh, I forget what stores. I don't know if it was Wegmans or not, but they had, like, Captain Crunch pancake mix. Oh, okay. Yeah. I threw a box of it on the ground and spit on it. Just... You've never thrown any food on the ground. That I haven't dove after? Come on. Yeah, come on. All right. Not buying that for a second. Well, Carl, today we have a fun show. It is episode number 90. Yes. Which is cool. We're coming off of our Thanksgiving uh, fiesta. Our Thanksgiving. Creepsgiving. Creepsgiving show. I brought a really good creep last week with some audio of his crime. And I thought maybe that would put me over the top. What do you think? Can I just say, for those of you who didn't listen to WATP this week. I watched back our episode. I don't watch these back very often. And when I heard the audio of children being murdered, I felt I felt human for just a moment again. And I got to tell you, I want to thank you for playing that, Carl. You You're made welcome. me feel like a person again. I was shocked that you actually felt something as well. I was just very impressive. Fucking 
startled by that and flabbergasted. You are truly an awful person for Thank playing you. it. Thank you. But you want to know something? What? Even though you trivialize those poor kids' death, yeah. you still lost. Oh, look at this. Vinny gets 52% of the vote. I'm just going to chalk that up as another... Winhausen for the Winhausen. That's it, baby. Unreal. What's the score right now? Three to one! Oh, God, I got to come back. I got to start trying harder, I guess. I mean, you're about to be two consequences back again. <sighs> I hope not. You I just got. Not. You just finished one. I know, I did. I did the seven-second porn challenge. Which I got to tell you, that was a fucking... Popcorn fart in church. No one gave a shit. I know. It's so disappointing. It's so disappointing. I was at, at first, I was nervous about it. And then by the fourth or fifth time I did it, I was like standing in people's way to try to get them to react to it in some way. At one point, he just saw uh, a bunch of kids and he just put his phone right in front of their face and said, <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> react. So I guess next time I got to actually like have sex with someone in the Walmart in order to get a reaction. Yeah, it's hard. I'm pretty what, sure I could finding get someone to have sex with is that the hard I'm part. I'm pretty sure I could get laid in a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I think you could, especially if you had all the cool toys <laughs> by one of those big piles of shit in the <laughs> middle of the aisles. It's there for no reason. Oh, burn down the WalMarts! All right, so Carl, you know who would stop us if we tried to burn down a Walmart? A security guard. They'd probably watch us start the fire. That's then true. tell the cops. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Security guards, the people who are sworn to protect us. For minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, so that's our, our category this week, creepiest security guard. And Vinny, you won, so you will go first. All right. Now, before we go too deep into this, I thought this was going to be shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, I thought we'd find a lot of creepy security guards. We had a I, hard time with this one. I had to go far and away to find one, but oodle lolly, I found a creep. This guy's name, we'll be lucky if I could say it. Okay. We're going to go back to October 2016 in Johannesburg, South Africa. A 29-year-old father of two children. Tucker Dixon was just there. What are the chances? What a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Did did Tucker have kids? I hope not. Jesus Christ. He had two kids. Okay. One's five and one is seven. So it's October. This guy, Thelani Thokazani Mithilani, he was described as a popular security guard at the Sandleton Residential Complex. He was a friendly guy. Everybody there loved him. They go, oh, look, it's Falani. Hey, Falani, come on over. Have a cup of coffee. Like, he was the beloved security guard. He would play with the kids at the park. Mm -hmm. You know, where's that dead giveaway? You got that dead giveaway? Yeah, I know. I was just going to say. All right. I'm going to only focus on one day. I'm not going to give you this guy's whole backstory, other than you should know that he is the father of two children when I tell you this story. Ah, Here we go. One day, a mother leaves her two-year-old daughter with a 14-year-old babysitter. Okay. Our boy, Falani, went to the apartment where the 14-year-old was left alone with the Mm two-year-old. And he comes in, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And they were like, oh, hey, Falani. The babysitter was just nice and kind of let him in. Yeah. Well, he walks into the room where the 14-year-old and the two-year-old are, Mm -hmm. and he picks up the two-year-old, 
and violently starts strangling her why? in front of the babysitter. Why, why would he do this? All I know is that the babysitter looked at him and just was like, Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know what to do with she's this gonna, one. She's going to lose her job. Not doing a good job of sitting that baby. He started choking this two-year-old baby so hard that it snapped the baby's neck. Oh, okay. So he, the baby did not survive this is what no, you're No, no. He then threw the body of the baby on the bed and turned around and looked at the sitter. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And this 14-year-old girl is like, oh, fuck. And this is what he told her. This is what she testified to in court. He said, if you ever breathe a word about what's about to happen, I'll do the same to you. (laughs) Now, I read that and I thought, what's about to happen? Are you allowed to tell everybody you just strangled a baby to death in front of me? Yeah. According to her testimony, he then went to the bed where the deceased was laying and undressed her and then undressed himself. Oh, God, I didn't see that coming. That was a twist. He then lay on top of her, put his hand over her neck, and hate-fucked a two-year-old baby while choking it. It's a dead body. A dead two-year-old. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. He did this right in front of the babysitter, Carl. Okay. When he was done... Is she too old for him or something? What's, I don't understand this. Apparently. Yeah. I don't understand this either. Okay. But this is what fucking happened. All right. When he was done, he said to her again... If you fucking tell anybody what happened here, I'm going to fucking kill you. Right. So now we have a 14-year-old girl whose only job is to keep a two-year-old happy for an afternoon Mm -hmm. and now has a cum-filled dead child with a broken neck laying on a bed. That's a dilly of a pickle. Yep. What do you do? And he says, if the mom asks, tell her she fell off the bed and all that cum got at her, I guess. I don't know. Jesus. Is this the fucking craziest thing? Well, I'm interested to hear what the babysitter decided to do with this information. The mom comes home. Yep. Babysitter tells the mom, kid fell off the bed. Oh, no shit. The mom is like, well, she's not breathing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Takes the baby to the hospital. Yeah. Baby is certified dead. Yeah. You don't have to bring dead people to the hospital. Yep. They don't have to take that route. One of these uh, South African doctors just picked the baby up by the back of the neck and just kind of... Uh, uh, look, there's a lots of cumsies in this one here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're Australian, but they kind of oh, are. Yeah. They kind of are. South, South <laughs> Africans are kind of Australians. All right, a I learned bit. something new today. A little bit. The baby's dead. The mother's like, the babysitter said she fell off the bed. And the cops are like, well, one hell of a babysitter you got there, honey. Let, yeah. Can we talk to her? And uh, the babysitter folded pretty quick. Okay, it was the security guard. He did this. Yada, yada, yada. They arrest him. DNA matches to fucking coming inside of a dead baby. Mm -hmm. He was found guilty and sentenced to two life terms. This whole DNA thing has made raping dead children very difficult to get away with. It certainly, certainly has. I gotta say. Life terms in prison for this guy, plus an additional eight years in prison. Would you like to know what the eight years was for? What's the eight years for? Was it telling the 14-year-old to lie for him? No, it was making her watch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God, okay. For making her watch, it was the uh, He made her watch, or she chose to watch? I'm not sure who my creep is here yet. (laughs) Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, that's my dude, Falani Thokazani Methaliani from Johannesburg, South Africa. He snapped a baby's neck and then hate-fucked it. That's pretty creepy. All right. Now, Good luck, Carl. I'm going to do, because I really want to win this, so I'm also going to go to South Africa. My creep this week is the Omicron variant. So please vote for Carl. All right. My creep this week is a guy named Gregory Capwell. And the thing about security guards that annoys me 
is that they think that they have more authority than they actually yeah, do. Yeah, like my guy thought he had the authority oh. to walk into the apartment. Very different than what you were talking and about, And make himself Vinny. at home. I this mean. is very different. We've all known these security guards, these run-of-cops, who think that they're hot shit and they're Straight like cops. garbage the lot of them. So, Capwell, this guy in Salem, Oregon... He's frequently attempted to create the impression that he was law enforcement. He altered his vehicle to look like a Salem police cruiser. He dressed like a police officer, displayed a badge, and referred to himself as Officer Capwell, Sergeant Capwell, and Commander Capwell to both civilians and law enforcement. And he was constantly fooling cops and firefighters and EMS. Oh, he's showing I hate up on the scene. This guy. He's showing up on the scene acting like a cop. And I know who this guy him. is now that you told me. Yeah? Yeah. Well, in 2004... Capwell was working as a security guard at West Salem High School. He called the police to report a Hispanic man armed with a hunting rifle. The report led to a lockdown and a terrorized the community. After the police found no trace of an armed man, Capwell admitted he made the whole thing up to make himself seem heroic in some way. He went to the school and lied and said yeah. that there was a shooter there. Yeah, like there's an active shooter at the school, and we should probably check that out. There wasn't. Hey, just want to let you guys know there was an active shooter here, but I got him. I got, I got it all taken care of, guys. You know, don't send the police. I got this one. Wow, how lame. Uh, Capwell frequently inserted himself into police activity by listening to the police scanners and patrolling Salem, looking for criminal activity, which had nothing to do with his role as, as a higher security guard. In multiple instances... He followed possible DUI drivers and suspicious people home and reported them to the police, only to have the reports Ugh. be unfounded. Yes, I call this a tattletale. Ugh. This is my least favorite kind of person right here. I he. thought it was going to be hard to beat a dead baby fucker, <laughs> but you brought in a tattletale. Oh, Carl, you got me. Kepler used a taser on a handcuffed person and handcuffed a woman for an hour when she refused to give her her ID. When he was working at a bar. They have to make it tough. Can't they let this guy just play? Police officers would routinely respond to locations where Capwell had detained someone and immediately removed their handcuffs and released them because no crime had been committed. So this guy's just locking people up. And then the cops come. He's like, oh, no, you're fine. You can go. Sorry. It's kidnapping. Yes, I know. And he's getting away with it. Campbell was arrested on fourth degree assault, reckless driving, and reckless endangerment charges in 2011. He was convicted of reckless driving, sentenced to two years probation, and ordered to attend anger management classes. How is this guy an armed security guard? He's got a rap sheet. He's got anger management Now, issues. if you were going to hire a security guard, wouldn't you want the guy who's really going to be extra cautious? Yeah, I would think so. He like, was, this guy's checking everybody. He was also convicted of reckless driving in 2004, and he's just a problem. All the cops know him. They all know who this guy is. So fast forward to 2017. According to video footage and witness statements, Capwell confronted Jose Moreno and two other men as they attempted to dine at Denny's in the early morning hours of July 22nd, 2017. Capwell told the men they were trespassing for some reason. The men questioned Capwell's authority, calling him a rent-a-cop, and asked to speak to the restaurant manager. This did not go over well. He does not uh, like being called a rent-a-cop. Well, I'm sure it's not the first time he's heard it. This pissed him off to the point where he tased Moreno, despite being warned that Moreno had a pacemaker. Moreno fell to the ground. His friends helped him remove the electroshock weapons probes. And at this point, they go back to their car and they tell Capwell that they could be calling the police on him for doing this, but they're just going to leave. They don't need Denny's that badly. They're just going to get out of there. No one needs Denny's that badly to get tased. Capwell says... It had already gotten past that point, and they had lost the right to leave. He runs up to the car and physically yanks Moreno out of the car. 
after he pulls this guy out of the car, they start fighting. Moreno's like, what is going on right now? So you got this 25-year-old Moreno, this 34-year-old security guard. They're in a fight. Security this is guard, crazy. Capwell starts getting beat up. Good. Because he's a pussy. Great. And uh, decides. Where's your taser now? To, well, he pulls out a, a 40 caliber Glock handgun mm-hmm. and shoots Moreno twice in the chest, killing Moreno. <laughs> Mar- wow. Marion County Judge David Leith sentenced Capwell to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. He was also ordered to pay $3,650 in restitution to Moreno's family to cover his burial costs. One thing I know for sure is that this guy's not going to have fun in prison. No. And I'm the sure he's going he to pose as a guard. Yeah, he's going to pose as a guard and act like he's one of the guys. <laughs> It's going to be a problem. Vinny, I found another security guard that I thought an honorable mention it might be worth. Oh, please. I found like five that were honorable mentions okay. worthy. Go this, ahead. This is a fun one. I sent you the video. Yeah. So let the video play, and I'll kind of tell you what's happening here if people aren't watching. All right. So a fan just grabbed the baseball, even though it was live in play, hands it to this little five-year-old kid who's all smiles. Security guard runs up, says, you're out of here, buddy. But wow. it's not just that. He also has to take the ball from the kid. Look at this. He tells the five-year-old kid, give me the ball. Why wow. Does the, why does the security guard need the ball? They have plenty of balls. And the guy who's getting kicked out is going, hey, give that kid the ball back. What are you doing? And he's not doing it. Wow. <laughs> is this incredible? What an asshole. Is he going to arrest the kid? I think so. I think he's going to arrest the whole section. <laughs> so anyway. That's incredible. That was a pretty fun one that I found as I was doing. I didn't think that would... Uh, be good enough for uh, my creep, but I thought it was fun to to show everyone. Yeah, there was uh, another one that I saw where a guy who was a security guard for the San Diego Chargers. I'll tweet this out later. Oh, okay, yeah. He's standing on the field about, I don't know, 10 feet away from the cheerleaders, and he's furiously masturbating inside of his pants. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, too. But I think it's time to do some voicemails. What do you say, Carl? Yeah, let's hear some voicemails. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Reminder, sledding is banned in almost all of Syracuse. One step closer to us ending all enjoyment in its entirety. See you in Syracuse. Is that true? Sledding is banned? Apparently. Oh, okay. Bunch of Grinches. Weird. But don't worry, Syracuse. You'll get there. You can do it. You'll get there. All right. Carl, yes. first voicemail is for you. Okay. Hey, what's up, Carl and Vinny? I uh, just wanted to let you know that I'm voting for Vinny this week because Carl didn't even bring a creep. He just brought somebody defending his home. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. True believers. Bye. Oh, oh, yeah. Sounds like it was a little bias there. Yep. And okay. I want to thank everyone for keeping it under uh, 45 seconds this week. Oh, good. Thank you. Hey, Carl. Um, I just wanted to let you know that there's this new show out there. It's called The Biggest Problem in the Universe, I think, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they completely stole your show hosted by a fat guy and a guy with birth defects. <laughs> um, they each have their fans vote on whatever topic they bring in every uh... week. They got voicemail shitting on the host. I mean, what's up with that? It's, that can't be a coincidence. All right, well, I just wanted to let you know that, well, love you tons of fun, Vinny. And, uh, Carl, your fucking teeth are as straight as your sexuality. All right, bye-bye. Good gia. Good gia. I'll have um, to uh, 
look into this. Biggest problem in the universe, you say, eh? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that they're stealing I've our... I've heard this chestnut stealing our before. Gimmick. I think it's kind of funny, though, because, like, it's a show that went so well and did, did such amazing things. Yeah. That I never heard once in my fucking... <laughs> I know, you didn't <laughs> even know about it. When you came up with this idea, you explained it to me, and I went, that kind of sounds like the biggest problem in the universe, buddy, but all right, let's like, do it. Fucking what? <laughs> all right, here we go. Hey, boys, just listen to Carl's uh, Thanksgiving Creep. Uh, I thought the name of the show was The Creep Off, not The Based Off. Go fuck yourselves, Vinny Winnie. <laughs> Waka waka. All right. All right. I got another one here for you. Okay. So the Thanksgiving creep options are somebody who married an old guy and killed him Mm -hmm. and then cooked Mm -hmm. him and tasted his fucking body. Or somebody who was sick of people breaking into his house, so he shot them. Hard fucking decision, guys. Come on, Carl. You got to bring it. I'm all for that guy shooting people. Maybe if it was more acceptable to shoot people for trespassing, I wouldn't have unpicked up dog shit on my lawn. <laughs> Under 45 seconds, bitches. Woo! I, I wouldn't recommend you murder people for not picking up dog shit. I think that a warning would suffice. All right. You got any voicemails today, Carl? Nope. That's, I don't have anything for us today. Well, I feel like it's time for a scum parade. Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. Yep. I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're going to take you on a scum parade. You know, I like the smooth crows better than the yelling, screaming crows I had next to me the other day. <laughs> yeah, he was fired up, wasn't he? Wow. Woo! He was upset. <laughs> he was pretty fired up about that podcast. All right. So, Carl... You've flown on planes with annoying people, yeah? Oh, I am an annoying person. And I what fly do you do on, on a plane? I do fly on airplanes. I like to just fart. Chronic masturbator? I like to walk up and down the aisle and just crop dust everybody on the plane. <laughs> I have a big bowl of chili. I like to eat fish on an airplane. Actually, you kind of sound like a good time. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Just go the other way. I'll stay at the front. You start just working your way back. So... Let's talk about a bad airline passenger, shall we, folks? Okay, yeah. A woman on a recent Delta Airlines flight from Syracuse Mm. to Atlanta, Georgia, allegedly began to breastfeed her service pet, which happened to be a cat. All right. Well, did the cat at least identify as a human? Because that sounds like some weird ass shit to me. I'm not dangerous. Have you seen cats? Yeah, they have claws and shit. You're gonna. Oh, fucking terrible idea. And bring it on a plane to do it? I don't want to steal Jimmy Schubert's material, but this is an animal that is spooked by a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> You're going to put it on a pressurized tube <laughs> and, send it and then attach it to your nipple. Right. Smart. Real smart. So there was no images of this happening on the plane. Nobody got any pictures of it. But apparently what did happen was that the support staff on the airline sent down an ACARS, which is a special thing that pilots use to transmit short-based messages to the ground when they're having issues. This is the image of that that was sent from the pilot to the ground, Carl. Yeah. It says, Passenger in 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in its carrier when flight attendant requested. So they're requesting security be at the gate when they arrive. Yes. 
because of this. Now, that's probably something that's Security, pretty Security, PETA, whoever you fucking need. Yeah, right. I'm for four PETA this time. Fucking go get this lady. I think you should bring Gregory Capwell there with his uh, Glock. And uh, here's the story. Apparently, a flight attendant uh, posted something on TikTok about it, claiming that security met the flight because a woman was breastfeeding her cat. Hairless cat, too. This woman had one of those, quote, like hairless cats swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. Anyone who's been paying attention to how crazy women have been getting should not be surprised by this story at all. This is just a logical next step. I mean, this fucking cat. What is going on here? <laughs> How do you even train a cat to do this? I don't know. And and why is our, her breast producing milk? There's so many questions here. Oh, my Did God. Did she give birth to this cat? Do you think she has to sprinkle catnip on her nipple? Like just oh, kinda, Yeah, like, that's probably how it starts, yeah. How Good did point. you get your cat to do it before it died? Oh. Many. What? Too soon. For what? Too soon. Okay. For Sukiyaki. Poor Suki. All right. So... Ainsley, the uh, flight attendant on TikTok, said her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch. <laughs> and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier and the cat was screaming for its life. W- quote, what does she do at home if she's doing that in public? Right. Security met the flight just to tell her that she can't do that again because it was weird and gross. Secu- they finally a good security guard today. Right. He's just That's like, weird and gross. He's just like, stop being a weirdo. It's annoying everybody. You Stop being annoying. Yeah. Apparently, there's no law that she broke. Right? There's got to be a rule against giving it. You know? People flew it. You you can't. People flew it. People flew it. You can't just create every single possible law there is to create until somebody does something crazy like this. Right. I mean, what the fuck? The state legislature still tried to fucking figure out what to do with weed money. Right. Now they got to figure out what to do with breastfeeding cats on (laughs) plates. This story, I got to be honest with you. I have a lot of mixed feelings about. Because usually you know mm-hmm. whose side I'm going to be on on this. Mm-hmm. Charles Doty Jr., 63, became agitated when he was told that the pepperoni pizza he ordered at a Little Caesars in Cedar Bluff, Knoxville would take 10 minutes. That sounds like something that's happened to you before. No, I don't want Little Caesars. No, thank you. <laughs> there is a line, folks. Okay. I've said it before. Even shitty pizza is pizza. Maybe not Little Caesars. Little Caesars is pretty bad pizza. It's fucking a five dollar pizza, and they advertise it. It's hot and ready. I that's the sales want... pitch. We have it. It's <laughs> yeah, here. Right. Come it's take here, it. Right. Yeah, I I definitely uh, do not want a five dollar large pizza. Yeah, does not sound like a good idea to me. Well, they told him it was going to take ten minutes, and he's like, it "says hot and ready, bitch." Like yeah, he's not true. happy. Yeah. So he demanded a free order of breadsticks. They gave them to him. Okay, good. They cost like a nickel. Here you go, buddy. Sure. Go settle down. Well, he quickly ate them and then in front of the people in the store and then went out to his car and waited for his order. Now, they thought they calmed this guy down. Sure. Apparently, those breadsticks were just really just a crazy appetizer for this guy. Mm. I think they call him crazy bread. Crazy bread. They think that's what they call him there. He comes back into the store. With an AK-47. I want to know, what's a white guy doing with an AK-47? I've never seen such a thing. Getting his motherfucking pizza is what he's doing. And he goes there, puts it in the woman behind the counter's face, and says, where the fuck is my pizza? <laughs> that'll, that'll speed things up. That'll speed up the process. I want my pizza now. That's what Kimberly Murrell said, who was working at her first shift at the shop when the incident took place. It's a tough first day. Yeah. Uh, she said she ran to the back of the store and told her boyfriend, Noah Beeler, who was also working the shift. No wonder the pizza's not getting out on the time. These two are fucking making doe eyes at each other. Yeah, you can't have people dating, working at the Little Caesars together. This is a serious business. 
By the way, I understand pulling a gun out if they don't accept the coupon that you brought. That makes sense to me. But you can't make pizza cook faster right. with the threat of violence. That doesn't turn up the oven. I don't know. I don't know what this guy thought was going to happen. So Noah Beeler comes out and says, "Quote: What in God's green earth is going on in your head, Mister? You got to <laughs> calm down. There ain't no need to be hostile. This is Tennessee. Yep. And uh, he, the guy, moves his hands off the trigger." Onto the barrel, put on the safety. He said he then told Doty Jr. to leave, which he duly did without any more trouble. Yeah, so this guy just like came to his senses all of a sudden and went, you yeah. know what? This is ridiculous. I should yeah. not be reacting this way at all. I'll I, just go. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like the uh, the January 6th thing. Yeah, just, he just got embarrassed. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I well, shouldn't have done this. Is, all right. Time to <laughs> just go. Just trying to have a little fun. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Where's my pizza? So he was arrested a couple of days later because surveillance footage. Obviously, he was on camera doing this. Yeah. So he's facing charges of four counts of aggravated assault. He also faces a count of of especially aggravated kidnapping because he was especially aggravated. Okay. I don't know how kidnapping works, but sure. That's a class A felony in Tennessee. It could result in a sentence of up to 60 years in prison. Oh, this guy's not going to prison for 60 years. Yeah. Well, how old is he? He's like 63, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He might never see the light of day again. Yeah. All right. Either way, he went out. On a high note, fighting for all of us. Yes, we got to get... That is really... I hate to hit it twice. That really is the only reason why you go to Little Caesars, because the pizza is ready. And if it's not, I can see why that'd be irritating. Yeah, there's literally no other reason to go to a Little Caesars unless you are absolutely starving and want a full pizza now. Or if that guy's just trolling the sign and he's really good at it, and you're like, all right, buddy, I'll go grab a pizza. <laughs> he shot him in the head on his way back to the car. <laughs> Don't tell me to go to a place that doesn't have a pepperoni <laughs> pizza ready. God damn it. Let's stay down south, shall we? Okay. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Police are investigating a 26-year-old named Eduardo Rubio. Okay. Now, he was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was with a 13-year-old girl. Oh, okay. Turns out, that uh, in this relationship that the mother had no idea was happening. She said that they knew that they were dating. This guy's 26 and her daughter's 14, but she had no idea that they were having sex. And she had no idea that her 13-year-old daughter was pregnant by this guy. Well, this was her ex-fiance. The mother was dating this guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I fucked this story up, didn't I? You did, just a little bit. That's all right. We'll get the back on track. The mother said she and Rubio were in a relationship for four years. And yes. since his arrest... She's fully cooperated with the investigation. She is also said to be pregnant by the same man who allegedly impregnated her daughter. I was going to get to that. I didn't realize she was dating him. I thought she was just cool with the older guy banging the kid. Dude, this guy sucks at pulling out. He knocked up the mom and the daughter. Is pulling out a white guy thing or something? Why are these people impregnating underage teens? It's so weird. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like you are the... How what how what would that baby be? The thirteen year old's baby would be the granddaughter of the mother. No, so what it would be is they'd be half brothers, right? right? So these two kids would be half brothers, but they'd also have an uncle nephew relationship going at the same time. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I could go bad though. <laughs> so here's the problem, though. Wait, got, what's the problem? The thirteen year old. Here's the problem. <laughs> I'm waiting for the problem here. <laughs> it was there was some trouble in paradise, Carl. Okay. Is really what was going on here? Apparently, last Friday morning, 
Uh, the 13-year-old got into a fight with Rubio. Mm. She told authorities that she was choked into unconsciousness several times. Oh. And Rubio then tried to run her over while she was unconscious. How do you not? How are you not able to run someone over while they're unconscious? That sounds really easy to do. How can you not pull out twice? This guy sucks. That's true. This guy, this guy sucks. sucks. <laughs> it's the name of this episode. This guy sucks. It sucks and everything. Somebody found her just like passed out on the street and took her to the hospital where they found out she was pregnant. She had injuries to her shoulders, arms, and knees. Four and a half months pregnant. Rubio is charged with statutory rape, attempted first-degree murder, and attempted murder of an unborn child. Yeah, um, this guy's not a good guy. In fact, it's kind of funny because I saw this story attached to other stories that we were looking at for the scum parade. Because it's it's so ridiculous. They're like, by the way, there's this other crazy thing, too. They just stuffed the story into every crazy true crime thing that's going on this week. He tried to run her over. Like, he tried to run over his 13-year-old pregnant girlfriend. What did Dudley Do-Right come by at like, the last minute and <laughs> right. pull her up? Was it on the railroad tracks? What uh, the fuck is this? That's a bizarre story. I don't. I don't get it. I picture this guy Rubio with like one of those pencil thin mustaches, just yep. like, mm-hmm, I'll run her over. It'll kill the evidence. Didn't work out. Did not. Pensacola, Florida, Carl, a thirty-one-year-old Florida man with very strong opinions mm. has been charged with twelve hundred counts of sexual assault and incest involving a minor. At what number does that number no longer matter? Right? I would think that if it was like a couple dozen from between 48 to 500, it's kind of all the same. I see your client here is being charged with infinity counts of sexual <laughs> exactly, assault. Exactly, yeah. 1,200 counts. That's a lot. This guy by the name of Robert Coda has yeah. been charged with 600 counts of sexual assault on a victim between the ages of 12 and 18. He's also been charged with 600 counts of incest that allegedly took place over the past six years. Now, how did he get caught? How did he get caught? Well, he was turned in by his local pastor. Oh, you think you could trust a pastor to be yeah, cool? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, you would think that when they were <laughs> passing the kids around, there was like a bro code. Right. Pastor, come on. Be cool about this. Uh, after he had approached the pastor and said he had some, quote, issues with one of the church's beliefs. So wait a second. You're telling me this guy was reading the Bible and he was like, wait a second. If this is true, then I'm a sinner. It wasn't. That can't be right. I got to ask the pastor about this. Incest is cool, right? It wasn't even from the Bible. It was from the church guideline book, specifically referring to the word incest. Mm -hmm. Now, Carl, we just discussed why there isn't a rule on the books about breastfeeding a cat on the plane. There is a rule on the books in this church about incest. Interesting. Yeah, so this has happened before. I'm just pointing that out. That's a good point. This is a rule on the church's books that says no incest, please. Mm -hmm. Now... The further conversation prompted the pastor to tell Coda that he needed to report himself to the authorities. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, incest is cool. I fuck my kids all the time. What are you talking about, Reverend? <laughs> was it his kids that he was fucking? He was fucking a lot of people. <laughs> 1,200, I believe. Yeah, they were all family. <laughs> no one in the Coda family was safe. Do we know who he was fucking, though? I'm not sure if I read that. Well, part. let's keep going. All right. Uh, further conversation pro made the pastor tell on him. Basically, Coda's information was given to the Escambia County Sheriff's Office by the Tattletale Pastor. <laughs> the shocking arrest report says that the victim told authorities that she had sexual encounters with Coda since she was as young as seven years old. After Coda explained that to her that sexual acts are a way of showing affection, mm. the arrest further says that in September 2020, while the victim's mother confronted Coda about her daughter, he pointed a gun at the girl. Oh, that's also the affection thing, right? Yeah. Well, authorities launched an investigation into the sexual assault and incest allegations. Cotto was arrested for aggravated assault and domestic violence. 
Both the victim and Coda told the mother about se- the sexual relationship before taking their statements back after the incident. Oh, okay. So they're like, oh, we're getting in trouble? No, no, no we didn't no, do anything. No, 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 We haven't been fucking for the last five years. Yeah. Coda, that. Coda told police while being arrested for sexual assault and incest that the accusations, quote, did not surprise him. Hmm. Mm. It's not good. Yeah, you people aren't open-minded in these parts. Yeah. He's been booked to the Escambia County Jail, and his bond has been set at $3 million. What an asshole! Fucking 1,200 counts of sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, it's a You're, lot. How would you... Fucking sucks to be on that jury. Count one. <laughs> count two. <laughs> count three. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to take a how long time. How do you even keep track of that? Like, if you're going to... We find him... Get, it th- sounds made up. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, it just sounds like they just came up with a number. Like, the, I don't know, 1,200. His lawyer's only hope is 12 fucking Carls on that fucking jury. What? Yeah, because you're you. just going to be like, 1,200? I don't think so. That seems like a bit <laughs> That's much. That's too much. That's yeah. too much. This guy's definitely walking free. He's innocent. Just for the goof. Hey, what? let's let this guy run for the goof. <laughs> <laughs> He'll run out of kids. Hey. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this week's episode of The Creep Off. If you would like to watch Carl walk around a Walmart blasting porn mm-hmm. on his phone as loud as he can yep. and making eye contact with people while he does it, <laughs> you can visit patreon.com backslash the creep off. The video is up there and the video is free. Yes. Now, while you're there, you might just want to sign up for the Patreon because tomorrow, I believe, Carl. We're recording uh, what? Scumstream. Scumstream. Those are the fun bonus episodes. Scumstream coming tomorrow afternoon, kids. Beautiful. So put that on your calendars. Now we will be back next week. Make sure you go to thecreepoff.com to vote for who you thought was the bigger creep. My guy who hate fucks a dead baby or Carl's guy who, you know, was a tattletale. He's a tattletale. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate tattletales, but. Me too. Come on. You know what to do, people. So visit thecreepoff.com for that, and uh, I guess it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good dia. The cars are passing me by, they honk and say hello. And I got a jacket on his- Jack. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.